Hola mi gente, bienvenuti. Welcome to the newest edition of My Rose Report, part two of Don't Be a Drag, Just Be a Queen or a King. Uh, as always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. With me as usual is the biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Mrs. Beatrice is at the door, sir. Miss <laughs> Beach. I read it in a book. <laughs> and of course, back with us is Avery. Hello, hello. Yes, Oro, how, how is it? Your uh, drag persona? Aiden Lane. Aiden Lane. Which, by the way, is like a dope soap opera name. Right? Oh, yeah. Dude, or, yeah. or I think it could be an action movie star. Why not both? Boom, boom. Coming this summer, starring Aiden Lane. One man, one desire. Yeah, but per- it's a drag. Two personas. <laughs> what a drag. <laughs> Co-starring RuPaul. <laughs> now, Aiden, you have to read those terrorists the filth. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> yes, Queen Slay. As you guys remember last week, we were talking about drag performers, drag kings, drag queens. Now, speaking of which, like, remember I touched on having notorious... Uh, drag queens. Uh, well, the one I could think of, and I was thinking since we last spoke, was uh, Jesus. I already forgot the name. The one from the John Waters movies. Oh, Divine. Divine. Oh, Divine. Now, would yeah. they be considered, or because you've been in the community, are they considered a drag queen? Queen. She's the epic. Really? The, yeah. So mm. you know Ursula yeah, from I know the, yeah, Little yeah, Mermaid yeah, was yeah. designed well, after Divine. I, I can totally I see it now. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Okay. And what I mean by notorious is because you know one of the most notorious things that she did in a John Waters movie, right? Pink flamingos when she ate dog shit. And this wasn't fabricated. No, it was method. It was actual straight from the dog. She ate dog excrement. So, And that's like people like them gave it a a, a stigma. Mm -hmm. But going back even further, like a lot of people who talk about drag performers now, uh, we can work backwards and look at uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Before that, you had Jamie Foxx on In Living Color. As uh, uh, Wanda. Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah they they <laughs> fucking teeth. Right. I forgot what their catchphrase was. Uh, but he didn't shave his mustache, which I thought was <laughs> a hilarious part. And then you have Martin Lawrence before that. Shanene. Uh, oh, and his mother. His mother? Yeah. He, he dressed as his own mother? Yeah. Oh, so he pulled Ma- the Big Mama, Mama's house? Mama Payne, yeah. Right. Oh, and, and Big Mama's house. Big Mama's house. He did it. So he's done it a few times. And then, of course, you have the famous Robin Williams with Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie. Mm-hmm. It, it, he was forced to dress in drag because he couldn't find work as a male actor. Yeah. So that one is great. Uh, Victor Victoria with yep. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, where she did a drag king. She was yeah. a drag king. Because uh, her one. character, she couldn't find work as a woman because this took place in 1940s Paris. Yep. So they're like, hey... Dress as a man so you can get more work. Yep. And then there was Yenta. I mean, Yentl. Yeah. With uh, Barbara Streisand, where she was also a drag king. That, yeah, See, that, so yeah, drag that, king isn't a new thing either to the movies. I mean, even going before those movies, going back to Shakespeare, as we mentioned in our previous episode. Well, 12th, I was working my way yeah. backwards to that. <laughs> Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night. Yes. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Twelfth Night. And then you had... Even in the '90s, you guys grew up in the '90s. She's the man. Mm-hmm. Yep. With um, Amanda Bynes, yeah. you know, which Amanda Bynes played the most unbelievable boy in the world. He, you know, I'm she, sorry, she is way too pretty to play a guy because we're some ugly motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Even the prettiest man is still kind of. Well, mm-hmm. that was always funny about those movies <laughs> is that they would try to put the actresses and like you know male clothes, try to make them look male, but they still had like those heavy feminine features about yeah. them. So when you look at, um, it was actually one of the um, adaptations of Twelfth Night. 
the actress still look like a woman, right? Even underneath like the male garb. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even in uh, the live action recently, the live action Mulan, mm-hmm. she ain't look like no boy. Yeah, come on, man, that pretty Asian girl did not look like no boy. <laughs> it's like you really have to suspend your disbelief or your mm. belief in reality to, mm. to see them. As I think a, you know? see Thomas Howe in Soul Man was more convincing as a black man <laughs> than she was as a boy. Oh, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, oh, Soul Man. The stupidest thing about that movie was oh he got that way taking tanning pills. Wow. So, like, it, was, not, so it was like before Lincoln Osiris it's like, in wait, Tropic Thunder. How does pills make you tan? It was I, the eighties. Uh, I get. Yeah, it's true. There was also <laughs> Honey I Shrunk the Kids. But right. anyway. Oh, was that nineties? Anyway. It was eighties. Anyway. So before that you had uh Flip Wilson. I know I'm sure Avery, you're too young to remember Flip oh, Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flip Wilson was this comedian, a black comedian during the seventies, uh sixties, seventies. He had a show, the Flip Wilson show on TV. He had a character named Geraldine. And he would dress in full drag and, and acted up like a southern woman with sass, you mm. know. So it, and that was, it was a huge part of the show. Everybody used to mark out like huge pop when he was Geraldine. So imagine, those are sorry, those are wrestling yeah, terms. So, ima- <laughs> so imagine like a black man having like being the first black entertainer to have your own TV show, but then you're doing drag. Yeah. So imagine like the trailblazing that man has done just oh, yeah. from that show alone. Yeah. I mean, even you go further back, Uncle Milty. Mm-hmm. Who was notorious for having a big old dingle dung? Mm-hmm. They said he used to pass out when he got an erection, but I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he used to dress in drag too. What yeah. was the name of the character? He I forgot the name, but he was the most unconvincing drag oh, queen. Oh, oh god, he was yeah. ugly as fuck. Yeah, uh, he, and then uh, you had people like um, uh, who else has done it? Tony Curtis. Oh, Tony, Tony Curtis, Curtis and, yeah. ja- and Jack Levin. And oh, and like uh, it hot. hot. Um, yeah. Dame Edna. Um, as, uh, you know, as uh, they are you familiar peace. with Dame Edna? No, no, Dame Edna is an English drag queen. No, yeah, no. yeah, they they were they were so gross, like kind of Julia Child, but uh, oh, okay, I'm and, sorry, actually, uh, Australian or oh, Australian. Australian, sorry, yeah. they kind of sometimes sound the same, mm-hmm. but anyway, I'm kidding, no, I'm not. Uh, but even going to movie, okay. People who have dressed in drag and people are like, oh, well, that was just for a movie, it's still drag, mm-hmm. like uh, Lex Luthor. He dressed in drag. Anyone? Oh, sorority boys. No, well, I meant Birdcage with. Uh, Wait, you said Lex Luthor, right? Yeah, Gene Hackman. Oh, I thought you were talking about Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, he also did drag. Yeah. Oh, him, see, look at that. The older son from uh, Seventh Heaven, and the blonde kid. No, no, no. The older son. Oh, the son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, and uh, what's his face? Harlan Williams. They were in a movie called like uh, Sorority Boys. It was really? almost like a millennial bosom buddies because. They yeah. got kicked out of their frat house, so they have to live in. They try to live into another frat house. The only one that's available is a women's frat gotcha. house. So, bosom buddies in college. Yeah, bosom buddies go to college. Have you heard of bosom buddies, yeah. Avery? Yeah, you're yeah. familiar with that one. Yeah. Tom Hanks got his. Yeah. That's back when he was Thom Hanks. Right. <laughs> I say that because it was T H O M. Yeah. So he's trying but to be that, cool. This was before like Oscar-winning dramatic actor Tom Hanks. He was like a it sitcom was Spl- star. It was even before Splash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah it was yeah. him and uh, Peter Scolari. Yeah. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, I know him from Newhart. Right. So, yeah, Peter Scolari went nowhere, and Tom Hanks blew up. Mm. Yeah. But he, and uh, Dan Aykroyd's wife was on there, too. Donna Dixon. Donna Dixon. Yeah. She played the hottie that Tom Hanks was always chasing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that little that little heavyset girl that got them into the building. Oh, uh, Mary Jo Sperber. Yeah, she was, like, huge in the 80s, too. Mm. May no, she rest in peace. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, so, but, okay, I have a question for you. You're our drag expert. So, white chicks. Mm-hmm. Martin uh, was the Wayne's brothers. The Wayne's yeah. brothers. I always forget their names. They're all they're all they all look alike. 
Not because they're black. <laughs> because they're brothers. Right. Uh, Good save. I mean, dude. Okay. Damon Wayans Jr. is his father with hair. Oh, no. I'm, I'm convinced that he's actually from Damon's past. He's a clone. To warn him oh, yeah. about what's going to happen. Because yeah. he, he sounds like him. Mm-hmm. Looks just like him. He's just a little bit darker. Yeah. And has hair. But anyway. So, would you consider white chicks what they were doing drag performance? Technically, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. because they even changed their skin color. So. Yeah, that. It, I don't know how problematic that entire thing technically so they, was. Yeah. They're white faced, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So you got the white face and like yeah, you know and the, the gender. Yeah. 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 That's why, honestly, Soul Man is not a cult classic from the '80s because. Yeah. It's blackface. It's blackface. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's trying to, one it's, it's a privileged white dude trying to get into a black college. Yeah. So even before well, the blackface, that's even more problematic. He was trying to get the NAACP, which, by the way, a white woman really did do that. Oh, yeah, Rachel Dozel. She pulled a soul man. Yeah. She, she claimed that she was like 1 16th black, so she qualified for the NAACP uh, yeah, scholarship. Rachel Dozel. And yeah. uh, the last time I heard, she was trying to do a, a braiding company oh, like a like God. a salon. i'm gonna do what? your braids no you're not so like the african braiding yeah uh box yeah. braids oh. that's crazy but anyway so you would consider that drag what they yeah, do yeah technically mm. it's drag i mean i think if they were trying to say that they were trans right. it would be a big problem but yeah. it's just men in dress yeah i mean basically when you dress as the opposite gender it's drag, it's, it's drag mm. you yep. know so i mean and there's been Dozens and dozens of movies that have done it. Like I mentioned before, The Birdcage. You have mm-hmm. Nathan Lane. Well, we all know Nathan well, it's like Lane. Ru- yeah. It's like RuPaul says. You're born, and everything after that is it's drag. drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm, you're... gender yeah. is a social construct, and whatever yeah. you want to wear, mm-hmm. it's whatever you want to wear. Mm-hmm. And that, that go, touching on that r- real quick, I, I don't understand when people don't understand, I guess, if just it may, that makes sense in my head, but they don't understand that gender is a social construct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the male and female you're you're genetically born male or female mm-hmm. right however they go by uh kinda, i call it kindergarten cop science oh yeah boys have a penis and girls have a vagina <laughs> it's like it's thanks not, for the teeth yeah because the xxxy chromosome because you learn that in elementary school yeah but they go oh the science the science you people always talk about the science but you don't believe in that science i said science evolves mm-hmm. science changes the more people study things the more it changes science and science is not concrete it you know it's that's, not concrete that's why it's called science yeah like yeah. i was just i was just watching a video this morning where they said a man was cured quote unquote of his racism with uh molly really yeah they did an experiment they gave people test subjects uh ecstasy molly because and what it does is cre- it, it uh, releases um what's that happy hormone in your head the uh euphoria um, d- dopamine. Dopamine. dopamine it releases dopamine in your brain so and you feel like empathetic and you feel caring and all that mm-hmm. and this dude was a leader of a white supremacist group and he got involved in the study and they said when he got on the molly he goes what am i doing why am i this way he started questioning all his beliefs and he even went into therapy to help him cure his racism and bigotry hmm. to get over it. And now, they did say in, in, the, in the video I watched, this is not going to work for every person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they say, oh, let's, let's uh, crop dust a Trump rally <laughs> and, and, and make everybody. I was like, I, do- I crop dust a Trump rally. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so. It's like that. Science is always evolving. We're always learning new things. Like before, people who use mushrooms are like, oh, they're hippies, drug addicts. 
And now it's actually used by the medical community to help people, uh, psilocybin, and it's microdosed. So is, um, and you know who started kind of moving us towards that? Back in the 60s, that one burnout dude that uh, started giving people, and he was like a psychologist. God damn it, why can't I remember his name? I think it's Tim something. He started giving people, uh, no, the dude that feared loathing in Las Vegas. Oh. Hunter uh, S. Thompson. Yeah. And uh, like people like him, and uh, Tim Leary. Mm-hmm. That was it, Tim Leary. He started giving people LSD as a way to to help them with their mental illness, mm-hmm. and they overdo it. But in small doses, it can help. So it's like psilocybin can help rewire people who have uh, Alzheimer's. It can kind of help rewire and slow down the Alzheimer's and dementia in them. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a current process you can use ketamine or special K. Yeah. to help with uh, PTSD. That's crazy. It's low dosing yeah. over the uh, period of like three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that scared me, that ketamine, because when the first time they told me it's feline uh, or animal uh, sedation, s- mm-hmm. sedation, they use it to sedate animals wow. and people dose it. I'm like, eh, I'm kind of good. That's just like um, acid. You know, the drug that people call acid has some form of formaldehyde in it. I'm like, fuck that. But we'll get into drugs another time. So <laughs> we, I want to do a whole thing on that. And you you know, me curious over there, Avery. You know a little bit about that, huh? <laughs> well, not saying that you have, you know. But anyway. I read a lot of science journals. So, but getting back on topic. So going into the, in media, a lot of people have done drag. Uh, again, going back to sitcoms like Bosom Buddies. Mm-hmm. There's been other ones that have done it. Uh, and there's also like in All in the Family mm-hmm. and more recently it's kind of gone away because I think personally mm-hmm. because they've gotten more respect for the drag community yeah um, and well, it's not taken as a joke what I've noticed yeah what I've noticed about how uh, drag is portrayed in the media and everything it's always used as a punchline right like for example Bosom Buddies oh they can't find anywhere to live so they have to live as women and <laughs> hilarity ensues yeah same with Swarty Boys and that one was toxic as fuck and everything <laughs> Um, well, even Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Of, so he could spend more time with his kids. He had to. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like that's what conservatives think drag is doing. Yeah. Oh, they just want to spend time with the kids or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that was my favorite scene in that movie. He goes, I want you to make me a woman. Oh, honey. <laughs> Harvey, oh, Harvey, Harvey Feinstein, who, um, oh, we, uh, we can't forget about Hairspray. Hairspray. Hairspray oh, has yeah. actually, yeah. Always been played by a male. The mom yep. has right. always been played by a male. Harvey, uh, Divine. Divine was the first one. And then Harvey Feinstein portrayed Edna in on Broadway. So did uh so did uh, John Panette. Yep, and John, uh, Panette. John Travolta. Yep. And John, and John Travolta, Travolta in the movie, movie yeah. in the movie. And I yeah, it's I felt, funny, it's one of those movies that started as a movie that was turned into a Broadway musical that was turned into a movie as a musical. Mm-hmm. Cuz the original didn't have songs in it. Right. It was with but, Ricky Lake. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, so I always felt like, you know, drag was always used as a punchline. And it, it was never like the characters are never really given respect. Well, they're given this over the top personality yeah. and Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, Avery. A lot of them only have that over-the-top personality when they're on stage. Yeah. They're not mm. like that constantly. No. Right. You know, because like you said, you switch off and you're another person. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And the whole point of drag is to be over-the-top in your makeup, in your costuming, right. in your performance. You don't perform like a like Beyonce on stage. You you exaggerate your lip sync. You exaggerate your arm movements so that you exaggerate personality traits as well. Yeah. And mm. then when you get off stage. I know a lot of them who are just quiet gay men outside of the mm-hmm. stage. And that, like I said, that's the thing that it, it impresses me the most. Like in going back to comparing it to pro wrestling, a lot of the guys that are over the top exaggerated characters mm-hmm. in wrestling, especially on the indie, mm-hmm. that's 
some of them that's who they really are yeah. that's how they are all the time mm-hmm. and it's kind of annoying uh whereas there's people like me yes i'm very extroverted mm-hmm. but when i depending on the character i'm portraying if i'm a, a bad guy mm-hmm. you know i'm it it frees me to be a little bit more how i sometimes want to be mm-hmm. where i look at people and you know make fun of them because oh did your mama love you with that face mm-hmm. and shit like that where there are some people i'd like to say it to but i'm not gonna <laughs> you know you can you can turn off that filter and i'm assuming that's the way it is yep. in drag you can turn off your filters and let down the curtain and the walls right oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so what's something that your drag persona would do that avery kind of questions it would never do what I was definitely more physical. So in Missouri, we had to go by stripper laws. Stripper um, laws. Yeah. What's so, a stripper law? So Curious. Stripper laws where you are not allowed to accept. T- well, you couldn't show nipples. Um, well, you wouldn't want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I had prosthetic nipples. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, you, buy... can't, you can't just go over that. <laughs> so you would pull your natural breast all the way under your armpit. Yep. And then I and had then little on... silicone prosthetic nipples that we made and then those would get adhered and then i would shade and do the makeup to look like a men's chest and then i'd go open shirt it would take me about an hour oh yeah, that's wow. all yeah just an hour yeah oh do some drag queens like three hours oh to do yeah their makeup. yeah they'd get yeah. there in the afternoon and we'd be in the dressing room all until yeah. the show oh mm-hmm. and it's impressive like i said going back to watching rupaul's race when they start putting their makeup on mm-hmm. it looks like crap mm-hmm. it's like it's just like Lines. And, then, and then when they start doing it, it's like Damn, girl, mm-hmm. hey, girl, blend that hey, shit. Just, I, just gluing your eyebrows down is a whole thing. Really? So you have to wow. glue them down and then back glue them and then shade them and then make up and then put your real eyebrows But going on. back to my original question. Oh, yeah. so Something that uh, Aiden would do that Avery wouldn't. I, I was a lot more um, physical. So because we were... We were under stripper laws. There were you couldn't show nipples, um, and then you also couldn't accept tips hmm. off the stage. You had to be on the stage to accept tips. So if you went like in the crowd, crowd you, you couldn't, couldn't accept oh, them. Okay. Um, but something that I did, which was I would go out in the crowd and I would dance on people. Mm-hmm. I was a lot more physical. I was a lot more in people's spaces. And then I would come up on stage, and that's when I would accept the tips, and I'd let right. them, you know, tuck them in my pants or whatever. Because so Aiden would touch men, but Avery would never. Well, touch so. everybody. Oh right. wow! Like, no, but I'm saying exactly. But you in Avery mode. Yeah. You ain't touching no man. No, I'm <laughs> definitely not touching anybody. I, I'm not. I'm not a <laughs> well, physical person. I just person, mean. I just mean in general. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah, but yeah. I'll have to say, uh, gay men. They tip drag kings so much better than lesbians do. I right. mean, lesbians do love a drag king, but um, gay men, they really get into it. Yeah. So if you had a crowd of gay men, you work the crowd. You well, work the crowd hard for your money. Yeah, well, and that reminds me, like, I had a, a, a co-worker that was, was a good-looking dude, great shape, you know, ripped abs. And he was like, oh, yeah, he was a bartender outside of our regular job he's like yeah they offered me this gig at a, at a gay bar but i don't know if i want to do it because they i got a bartender with my shirt off i was like bro i was like you ain't gotta fuck them right you just gotta make them feel like they could you, you don't even like, have to do that just yeah. in a gay men's bar if mm-hmm. you're just a dude with no shirt on and, and you look good you, yeah oh yeah they'll t- right see, i told him bro you're gonna have those dudes throwing money at I was you like, the, i was like you ain't gotta go home with them but yeah the go-go dancers yeah. don't do anything they just stand on the boxes in, yeah, in but, their speedos but, and they make tons of money but that's also that stigma like the outsider looking in so they're think they don't know like 
how gay you know gay bars like operate and everything. Yeah. They think that oh, once I go in there, everybody wants to fuck me. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, I, I think it's the heterosexual male thing. Period. Mm. Oh, I don't care if he's gay. Just don't hit on me, motherfucker. You think a lot of yourself, don't yeah. you? Right. I was like, that. This is. Have you? Have you? I know you, we talked about it last time. You found that men hit on you because they find out you're gay. Uh, to try to quote unquote convert you yeah. that but, is such a fucked up concept uh, uh, oh no and it's uh, not for nothing there's been some lesbians I've met that are the same way they oh. think they can turn any woman gay yeah. I call those the hey mama lesbians like <laughs> the hey, hey mama. mama you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god so that actually reminded me of uh, what was it uh, the United States of Tara yes with uh, Tony Collette yeah, and actually, that was kind of a bit of a uh, of a drag show as well because one of her alters <laughs> because you watched it and you go, "What a drag!" <laughs> right. Well, no, because like uh, she uh, was a, a housewife that had multiple personalities. D.I.D. Yeah, 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 D.I.D. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of her alters uh, was a masculine, um, you know, war veteran, and yeah. it's just uh, just as uh, Avery said. She was like the hey mama type lesbian. Yeah. Like I, ju- I just want to get with you, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely lesbians out there that are like, oh, well, I, you just haven't met the right woman. Like I could turn you, I could take you away from well, your husband. Just like when the guy says, you haven't like, met the right yeah, man. Exactly. exactly. Oh, you just ain't had. You that, just ain't had yeah. some good. It's that dick. internalized yeah. toxic masculinity. Yeah. Like we see the things we see in society, and then we internalize them. And right. there's a there's a large group of lesbians out there that they feel like to be masculine they have to act like a bro they have like, to outmen the yes, men yes and it's yeah. disgusting yeah, they, they, have dick, a, they have dick measuring contests yes. with dudes we, yeah. we, we yeah. actually had an episode about that about toxic masculinity but you yeah. said it right there and everything like where people are desensitized yep. for like this level of masculinity mm-hmm. which no matter what gender mm-hmm. it could still affect uh, yeah. affect them and everything yep. Yep. and on that note we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break we'll be right back Hey guys, this is Jesse from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out Am I Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life. Que pasó mi gente? And we're back. As we went on break, we're talking with Avery still, and this is part two about... What a drag it is to be a queen. <laughs> no, well, in your case, a king. So, but what Jay was talking about before we went on break, there there are certain portrayals in the media about neg- negative uh, negative aspects of being a drag performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy shows that give it a positive spin, and mm-hmm. like like we were talking about, ever since the inception of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. and even with RuPaul. Uh, because he started drag in the 80s mm-hmm. and he's kind of like I guess the king slash queen of all drag he's like mm-hmm. the epitome because well, he's become such an icon that nobody dude yeah. m- I have a friend whose father is ultra conservative and votes Republican mm-hmm. but watches every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race well, RuPaul was like the first um, I hate to say this term and everything, but the first mainstream acceptable yeah. drag queen. And yeah. it's like, mainstream acceptable, come on, but mainstream friendly or whatever and everything, because it wasn't like Milton Burrow or Flip no. Wilson. This was RuPaul, an actual drag. Actual drag performer f- yep. from minute one to the end of yeah. the hour. He was an actual it, gay man mm-hmm. who was doing drag. Right. Uh, and I think the big difference why it was kind of more accepted from mm-hmm. him as opposed to like a Divine. Divine was one of the ones we were talking about, Avery, that's kind of over the top of their makeup and all that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Paul mm-hmm. just, I mean, when he's in drag, he's a woman. 
Well, you can't. I mean, he can walk the runway in Paris, and you wouldn't know. Well, you yeah. know, um, I'm glad you brought up Divine because I remember John Waters, the director of Pink Flamingos, um, Hairspray. Divine was his muse, right? And he said in an interview that Divine was like my Godzilla of, <laughs> of counterculture because I wanted to, you know, because he wanted to break the social norms. Right. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he grew up in Baltimore in the '60s, '50s, and everything. Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> Shout out to Baltimore. Um, but so hey, weren't like, you born there? I was Bethesda, so close to there. There you go. Yeah. So, um, so divine. You know, you have this drag queen, and then you have this indie film director who did gave zero fucks, zero of them. Yeah. And so you have this team of like you know break you know freaking out the squares, breaking against the norms mm-hmm. and everything. So divine was like the very like um, what's it called like over the top. Yeah. But to help break you know drag queens into mainstream society exactly so basically divine walk so rupaul could run mm-hmm. right and the, right you know you're exactly right on that mm-hmm. and i i watched the bio on rupaul and it was amazing because he had a lot of struggles mm-hmm. you know he got kicked out of his house from his family he lived on the streets mm-hmm. he he lived in uh, flop houses with other you know gay youth because when he came out during the late 70s early 80s it was kind of a huge no-no oh, especially in the black community oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. why there's a lot of brothers on the dl mm-hmm. you know that's where the turn came from you know that of mm-hmm. course being in the gay community i get hit on by a lot of guys in the on the dl mm-hmm. really <laughs> wait huh because i think they think i'm a dude oh uh, i honestly from the first time i saw you i didn't think that <laughs> that's good yeah i knew you were gay yeah mm-hmm. you, you can't hide it no oh no. god no, no. no. that's no. why i tell my wife all the time right. i'm her rainbow bracelet she just <laughs> goes in public that's funny you right as soon as you like they look at your wife and be like hmm no she doesn't look gay and then they see you they go oh, oh yeah, yeah she's gay Actually, yeah. So I, finally, I finally met your wife at, uh, at the con and everything which by the way you two are adorable I'm I sure both together which I'm yeah. honored by that but uh, but yeah so I could definitely see like the dynamic I could, just from like seeing you two together I could see like why you two like mesh so well and everything yeah yeah, yeah it, it answers uh the black eyed peas uh song where's the love it's right here yeah. <laughs> no but yeah you guys i've met you both together and Avery first time looked at me was like this motherfucker is crazy because I kept talking about how I mean, we everything. do community work and you know they can come and hang out with us they're like no I don't know you're crazy <laughs> you're weird <laughs> you are weird but I like the weird oh it's in a good way <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. good weird no, it's so, like Diane would I think you're freaking like you a lot <laughs> so going back to drag in the media I don't understand why conservatives don't find it socially acceptable in person mm. or in real life but in movies and TV, they're cool with it. Like I was saying, I have a friend whose father's super conservative, Republican, mm-hmm. but enjoys watching RuPaul's Drag Race. And I think a lot of them do, mm-hmm. you know, and they appreciate like Big Mama's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I think it's because like it's mostly like, um, I don't know, it's just like a level of hypocrisy. But and I also want to say like maybe it's because they know they're straight actors portraying yes. drag. So that's, that's like, oh, I, that's the loophole. Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I, I They think. conflate drag yeah. with transness. Yeah. Yeah. And right. people who are drag kings or drag queens don't usually, unless they are trans, go out in public in those outfits. It's yeah. for a- entertainment purposes. Right. So when they see somebody out in public in drag or a trans person mm-hmm. who's who's not as easily passing for one gender right. as another then 
they immediately think, oh, it's all drag queens. See, but I heard that's an antiquated term too. Passing. passing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because back in my day, I can say that now because I'm going to be 50. Back in my day. Back in my day. Back in 19. We skip it and do. We used to tie an onion to our belt, which is a style at the time. All uh, right, calm down there, old Abe. <laughs> okay, classic. <laughs> that's my nickname from now on. Classic, classic Gus. I'm putting that on my jersey. Yeah. Uh, so, what I, what I, I, back in my day, it used to be passing was a term Mm -hmm. but i've come to find out now that i'm older that in the in the trans and drag community it's not a cared for term i think the term now is stealth stealth yes so like on the cover on the dl yeah so because because of the acceptance of non-binary people um passing is not a thing that we use because non-binary people don't want to pass we're not intending on passing as one gender or the other we're just expressing our gender the way we want to express it so passing is antiquated but people who do fit those social norms those gender social norms um they're called stealth i believe gotcha yeah and i feel like those like terms just put you in a box yeah you know like it's like they're trying to label right Right. trying to label you and everything and with like being in a box having those labels it doesn't (laughs) allow you to actually like live your life like by your rules yeah there's there's a lot of antiquated terms and that's why i love having you on here because we can get an education and educate Mm. people on it like another antiquated term when i was growing up was and with all due respect sorry uh it, it was butch. Mm-hmm. Now, is that yes, still fine. a yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. What about the D word? Dyke. Yeah. Yeah. Dyke uh, is fine. You could say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I person. I mean, I. I think. Um, I think dyke is a word that uh, each individual has their own, whether they find it acceptable or right. not. I don't like it because it's only been used in a derogatory way towards me. Mm. Uh, but I do know a lot of lesbians in the community that use that term. I mean, Dykes on Bikes is a yeah. huge organization. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, great. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you, I, I, I always heard that, and I was like, that was a derogatory term. Then I yeah. found out they took it back. Yeah, no, it's a thing. They took it yeah. back. Well, it's just like with the uh, N-word and everything. Yeah. Something they used that was supposed to like bring down a secular group of people is now being used to uplift them. Mm-hmm. Like you know we're what? taking it back. You know what? Yeah. credit for that? Mm. NWA. Yeah. Because they were the first ones to call themselves outright. N- niggas with attitude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they didn't hide it. They didn't. Oh, no. But mm-hmm. getting back to what we were saying was, and uh, there was, back in my day, there was bull dyke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I hesitate because I don't want to. Uh, uh, to me, that sounds offensive. Yeah, I think mm. we. I haven't heard that term in a long time. Yeah. And, you know, dyke is used, but I haven't heard that in a long, long time. It's a very time. aggressive term, it too. Is. And you, I don't yeah. know where the origin is. I've never really looked into it. I've been called it multiple yeah. times. But, it's like, but isn't that a damn? I mean, yeah, a dyke, yeah. A bull dyke? Yeah. No, no, a dyke, a dyke. is the, it's is the a name for a dam. Yeah. 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 No. It's also the term for the tool used to strip wires. They're called is dykes. It? Oh, wow. Yeah, and I See, call them women in comfortable shoes. <laughs> in Birkenstocks? Yeah. 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 My girlfriend wears Birkenstocks, and I just look at her feet every time she has them on. She goes, yes, I'm wearing my lesbian sandals. I was like, I was like, I was gonna say Jesus sandals, but whatever. <laughs> I was gonna sing, come to my window. Uh, my my girlfriend gets hit on by a lot of women. She goes, I don't understand why. I said, because you look gay. She probably gives off bi vibes. Well, she does. For she, no, she well, she is bi. Oh, well, yeah. then so there's why. <laughs> she she says that she's 99.9 percent lesbian. I was like, she if she wasn't with me, 
she'd probably be dating a woman. I mean, she usually does wear like the lesbian starter kit. Oh, well, why? Because she wears a, a flannel shirt, jeans, and Birkenstocks? Yes, that's that, the starter is that, pack. Is, is that gay? <laughs> I mean, it's not like I don't own that in multiple colors. She goes, but I wear that same exact I'm not outfit. Gonna, uh, you're, you're like, I'm not going to confirm nor deny that assessment. <laughs> Everyone can wear whatever they want to wear, yeah. but... See, but going back to the word dyke, uh, and again, I don't want to offend anybody, but it's kind of like, and I know he's kind of canceled now, but Louis C.K., like mm-hmm. with the word Jew, yeah. because depending on how you use it, yeah. he goes, oh, look, that person's a Jew, mm-hmm. or going, oh, look, he's a Jew. It's <laughs> kind of like that. It's mm-hmm. like, you can go, oh, he goes, well, I'm a dyke. Or somebody goes, yeah, she's a dyke. See the difference? Mm-hmm. It's just one word. It's, it's all a connotation. The, yep. it, exa- it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the the way you say it, yep. you know? Like, um, for example, remember the the one episode where I said, you know the song by uh, by the police, "Don't Stand So." No, not "Don't Stand." Uh, I'll be watching I'll be, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like a love song. But if you sing it in so this, creepy. if you yeah. say it in this tone, every breath you take, every if, move you make, if you don't, I'll ha- be watching you. If you don't have the soothing <laughs> sounds of Sting's voice, then yeah. you're gonna sound oh, yeah. like a 2020 uh, episode coming to life. Speaking of Sting, <laughs> tantric sex lasts eight hours. Good for him. Why does everybody anyway. have to bring that up? And everybody call it Cause, Sting because people want to have sex for eight hours. It's way too long. What? Sting? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah two and probably. A half, two and a half hours, yeah. maybe. But anyway, back anyway, to our topic. Go back. So, and going back to drag in the media, I think you touched on it great, Jay, where you said that it's acceptable because, like, using Big Mama's house as an example, mm-hmm. they make sure that you know at the beginning that he's ultra heterosexual, straight male, loves straight women. FBI agent. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know yeah. big dick McGee. Mm-hmm. And then he dresses in drag because he's forced to right to go undercover and get the bad guy mm-hmm. and, and a lot of it is like that even in white chicks yeah. they do it because they're trying to catch a criminal right it, well you know and this thing is like you know it's this it's it's weird about in the black community and everything because like when you're gay or in or do drag and everything you're ostracized but like when you talk to brothers about big mama's house and white chicks oh yeah they love yeah. that shit yeah yeah, yeah yeah and uh but it's like what you said it's like the whole like um the situation why exactly. they have to it's uh, situational drag right mm-hmm. going back to like bosom buddies mm-hmm. you know even though tom hanks was in drag he's always hitting on on donna dixon yeah you know and same thing with uh, and actually in again sorority boys as well like yep. barry watson who plays like the main character is always like you know trying to flirt with while even while in drag with um, the love interest, who's like a women's studies yeah. major. Yeah, they're trying to ultra-toxic the male masculinity. Right. You know? mm-hmm. and, and honestly, even in Chuck and Larry, they kind of do that a bit, where uh, Adam Sandler's playing a, a gay man. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's a straight man pretending to be a gay man, mm-hmm. but he's constantly hitting on Jessica Biel and finding an excuse to hang out with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And let me ask you something, speaking on that. Uh, when you were in drag, do you find that more men hit on you in drag or when you're not uh, more men hit on me in drag but only because of the context of where i was Uh like being at a gay bar Uh, and have you ever gone out in public in drag um we would leave the bar to go you know we do we like go to jenny's the gay denny's or whatever (laughs) Um, i've never been there i've always wanted to go is that the one in uh, phoenix bethany home bethany oh actually yeah we've been there before yeah have we yeah Yeah. Um, coincidentally after pride yeah roll up there somewhere around 2 3 a.m and it's it's yeah it's a hoot dude you want to talk about a kiki the drive the pride parade oh yeah fucking love it Mm. i love it anyway so but so you found that a lot of more, but you're gay men, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. And it's typical because right. that's that's your audience. That's who you're portraying to. Like, right. I'm wearing 
you know, rhinestones and I have my shirt open and I'm singing, you know, love pop ballads to these gay dudes, of course they're going to hit on me. Um, it's It never usually, unless they're really drunk, goes yeah. too far because uh, they know that I'm a king, which means I'm not what they're looking for out of yeah. drag. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, but the heart one, the yeah. heart ones. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I was like, I found drag queens very attractive. Yeah. Drag queens yeah. are beautiful. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah, tell I just you couldn't be in a relationship because that's not, yeah. <laughs> I see someone at RuPaul's Drag Race. I was like, damn. Oh, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because we were all watching, myself, Gus, and uh, Sammy. And I, f- I forgot what season we were watching. Was it three? Or Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, so, but which but, one was it? Um... Uh, the heavy set kind of looks like Melissa McCarthy. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the Asian one. No, not the Asian. Oh, no, no, no. It was me- a white guy. Mexi- no, it was Mexican. He didn't look he, Mexican. He looked white, but he was Mexican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, he was like, damn, he is cute. Yeah. There yeah. was one that was Puerto Rican, and he couldn't have been any more than like five feet tall. But when he dressed up, I was like, damn, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, and I think that's part of the issue why the cult, the the country has an issue, or or the right has an issue right. with drag, is because. They are attracted to them because they're portraying mm-hmm. femininity. You that hit it. Part. You, nailed and, it. you nailed it. But they know that there is a penis attached. And yeah. it's like somehow that makes them gay. No, you are hetero, which means you're attracted to women. And right. they're portraying women. Yeah. Like you're not. So, yeah. So, that's, yeah, okay, so, and yeah. that's what I think a lot of people don't understand about the trans community either. Um, I, I worked in an office where there was a trans woman or a woman uh, came to work there. And this lady, who you can tell had a kind of antiquated way of thinking, comes up to me and goes, oh, did you see that guy that's dressed like a woman that started working here? I was like, no, she's a woman. Mm -hmm. She lives as a woman. She identifies as a woman and has, you know, parts of a woman. Mm -hmm. He's talking about breast. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about them titties. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shout out Bernie Mac. (laughs) Uh, And when you saw them, when you saw her, no way in hell you could see mm-hmm. or think that they were born uh, the opposing or the opposite. I don't want to say opposing, but the opposite mm-hmm. gender mm-hmm. that they're portraying, uh, not portraying, but that they're living, that they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even even so, I I would show people, you know, them, and they were like, "Wow, she's hot." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, right." Mm-hmm. And then when you reveal it, they're like. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happened to me back in my youth. I was about to say, um, like, you told me this one story. And I'm going to say, yeah, okay, uh, I had a roommate. You know what? Wait, before we get into that story, like, go ahead and take a quick break, and I'm going to get into that story. Hey, guys, this is Junior from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we review movies, talk shit, and have a good time. And our other podcast, MIS Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. So before we went to break, I was going to tell you a story about how, um, actually, it was actually the very first uh, transgender person I ever met. Um, and I apologize for the language I'm about to use, but again, this was the 90s, and uh, it's a little different time. Uh, it so, was a godless wasteland. You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I was a bit of a bro. Uh, I was I was a very, for lack of a better term, promiscuous and very uh yeah anyway (laughs) yeah well you know Uh, i was a very handsome young man in my youth 
Thank God we all change. Wow. <laughs> you mean my attitude, right? Not about you being handsome. Just call me ugly. Damn, Avery. I meant about the promiscuous part. Dude, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Avery, Avery I, with the stealth, the stealth roast. Is, damn, just kick me in the nuts, why don't you? Right? Oh, no, about the promiscuity. Yeah. So it's like the, uh, the monkey gif. Anyway. <laughs> so... Uh, I have a, I had a friend I was roommating with, my best friend growing up, and his girlfriend lived with us, uh, who was, yeah. And so one night, they're like, oh, let's go hang out with our my friend Sasha. I'm like, all right, whatever. So we go pick up Sasha at their apartment. We're waiting downstairs. They, they haven't, so we all go upstairs. Um, answers the door, a super sexy Asian woman in just a towel. And I'm like, oh. And I look at my friend and go, yeah, <laughs> tonight. And he's like, no. I'm like, yeah. He's no. I go, why not? He goes, she got a dick bigger than yours. I was like, huh. Well, there you go. <laughs> and again, 20-something-year-old Gus was like, mm, you know. You're about to risk it all. No, mm. I was like, eh, no, it's kind of eh, because I was not securing myself back then. So that's why I think I hyper masculinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a word I made it up and I'm sticking with it. All right. I'm down there yeah. where I wanted to date a lot of women and I mm. wanted to, you know, do a lot of things because I wanted to try to prove my masculinity because I wasn't securing myself yet. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, I'm different. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you people, people grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me damn near to my mid thirties to realize, huh? Hey, you're bi, dude. You're not straight. <laughs> I was like, it, because I fought it my whole life. Oh, like, yeah. I would always use that one. Oh, you know, I think he's a handsome man, but you know, I'm not gay. Yeah. 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 I was like, well, maybe well, you're a little gay. Oh, it cracks well, me up when they have to do a disclaimer. I think he's great, yeah. but I'm not gay. It's like the no homo the thing. No like homo. Right. Oh, yeah. Or a uh, pause. Yeah. You ever heard that one? No. Oh, okay, so, um, and I discovered this in Boondocks, but when you say something like homoerotic, you're supposed to say pause. Or in their words, supposed to say pause to show that you're not gay. So it's a new no homo, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. it was a it's a newer no homo. Yeah. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Oh, dude, you look great in that shirt. No homo. Pause. Yeah. It's like <laughs> two dudes chilling in a hot tub. Pause. That pause. Not gay. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, oh yeah. Oh, that's like that. Uh, I know. I know Jay's not a big fan of him. Man. Uh, Joe Rogan. He had a he had a stand up. Uh, he had a comedy CD where his friend comes to see him in his house. He's like, Mom, don't come down because, you know, me and Joe, we're going to be working out, you know. And the guy comes up and goes, oh. He goes, what's the matter? You seem sad. He goes, yeah, man. You know, Becky says that I got a fat ass. What? You got a great ass. It's super tight. Watch, look, let me see. Go ahead, let me see your ass. And he's like, oh, I bet you I can't even stick my dick in it. Oh, oh. He was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, not that it's gay. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, bro, that's all the gay. It's like, oh, no homo. Oh, all the homo. <laughs> Pause, note, start. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it took me kind of till I got older to realize that it's not that I found a man good looking, but it was I wasn't attracted to him. I was like, no, he's, he's kind of, yeah. Yeah, you were trying to be like, <laughs> yeah, almost like a well, Jay Leno voice. It's because we, yeah, it gets higher. Yeah. <laughs> So no, we always talk about the spectrum of sexuality. Mm-hmm. It's there is no black and white. The people who say I'm ultra super duper sonic ultra mega straight. Those oh. are the gay. Oh, those are the gayest ones. Yeah, yeah, but every initiation that you have has to do with inserting things in your ass. I've said this before, <laughs> but cis um, straight males are the gayest people on earth. Yeah, and, and because like you know, like you, like Gus mentioned, you know. 
frat house initiations. It always has to do with sport teams initiations, right? It always yeah. has to, uh, you know, um, sticking things in someone's rectum, them, yeah. spanking them, being naked, doing or, something to their genitals, or yeah. parties. Or like, oh, I'm gonna draw a dick on their face. Why? Yeah, I like tea bagging. Yeah. Tea bagging. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I want, why? Yeah, guys are gay. It's like it's like I forgot what, what movie was it or something. It was oh, you suck my dick and I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so I knew these. I knew these uh, kids like back in high school, and like they were like your typical like sophomores, like you know, just assholes and everything. Especially in Scottsdale. And so, wait, like, fourteen-year-old boys are assholes. I know. What the hell you say? And so I remember like they would all call everything gay. Oh, that's gay. That's gay and everything. But one of them says, "Hey," because like we were part of like a um the drama club thing and everything. And they're like, "Hey, how about I just dress like Party Boy from Jackass?" And if you guys remember. Party Boy was all... Overweight dude in a Speedo, Right. it? Yeah. All oiled up and everything. Oh, no, no, no. It was was uh, Chris... Chris Chris, Chris Pontus. Chris Pontus. Yeah, yeah. Pontus. Yeah, and then they would continue calling, being homophobic and everything. I'm like, bruh, one of these things ain't like the other. (laughs) I think think half the guys in Jackass are gay. Oh, yeah. They just don't know it. Oh, no, no. Oh, it's true. Like, it is, like, actually agreed upon that Jackass is one of the most homoerotic TV (laughs) shows on there. Because, again, it's the whole, like frat like you know bro culture being naked paddling uh, dicks oh, whatever have yeah. you ever heard the the, uh, the joke it's a more recent thing it goes you know how you can tell a guy is gay if he doesn't think that Ryan Reynolds is attractive <laughs> <laughs> the more you don't think Ryan Reynolds is attractive the gayer you are well see that's the thing it's like you know it's also would like to show like you know if you're secure in your sexuality to say if like the uh, a person of the opposite gender is attractive you well, know? It, no, you mean the same gender. So, oh, same gender, yes, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If yeah, you know, it's it's like if you see a dude and it's like, damn, that's a good looking dude. You know, I used to, I guess, fool myself by saying, oh yeah, I wish I looked like him. It's like no. Hey, I did that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like you're being stealth, bro. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, very very few people. My my immediate family, as far as like my siblings, don't know. But that's because, and but I'm telling. You know, the everyone. Yeah, they won't listen. <laughs> no, no, they won't. Yeah. Uh, so they don't support any of my endeavors. Right. Uh, so anyway, to get back to the... So in your... It, it's weird because you were hit on by gay men when you were in King. Mm-hmm. But as Avery, you were telling us you get hit on by men. Yeah. You know? Like, even if... Like, I, if I, I saw you... Like I said, I met you and your wife together. I was like, wow, they're, they're cute together. I was like, and Avery is not unattractive, but then it's like, yeah, but she's gay. Mm-hmm. I would never hit on a gay woman because it's like, dude. It's disrespectful. It, well, it's just like dudes that, that watch lesbian porn. Yeah. And they're like, bro, they're gay. They don't yeah. want you. <laughs> it's different if they were bisexual, yeah. which, by the way, I hate when men think because they date a bisexual woman. Oh, that they get mm-hmm. a unicorn? They, yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to get a threesome yeah. automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And now... Have you ever had men try to propose that to you and your wife? No, luckily. No? Cool. Yeah. Um, I, when I was single, when I was younger, I would have men hit on me. Um, it was They were either one of two camps. Mm. It was either they thought I was a... I looked so much like a boy that mm. that was their way Ooh. on the DL. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and wait, then wait. You mean They were gay. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Cause... I mean, granted... I did look like a like a eighteen year old boy, yeah. like, but yeah, I look so much like a a, a guy that right. they w- were willing to be with me because it was acceptable. But I looked like a guy, so that's their DL way of being. I gay. see. So you know if you're I mean? with a tomboy, 
You're not really gay. But you can, yeah, yeah have yeah. that fantasy. Right. Um, and then the other is the men who thought they could change me. Yeah. And those are typically the, the two. And both are yeah. gross. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and do we go on a touchy subject? Like, was it Brandon and Tina? Oh, was uh, it Boys from Don't Boys Cry. Don't Cry? Yeah. Have you seen that? It's, uh, it's, it's based time. on a true story. Yeah. It's a it, was, it was horrific. Yeah. But it's kind of that man mentality where it's like, oh, you're just gay because you haven't had some good dick. Yep. It's like, no, she's gay because she likes women. Mm-hmm. And, like, has and telling her to that is it. only going to make it worse. Right, yeah. right. It's like, oh, <laughs> you're the reason I don't like mm. men. Yeah. Like, I have, I know I personally have a lot of issues with the male species. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't and blame it's like, you. Like, they're not helping themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to joke with people like that. They're like, oh, men are such fucking assholes. I agree. That's why I like women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's all that internalized homophobia. And I think oh, yeah. that's a big reason why drag queens in entertainment are different than drag queens right. and bars. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's okay because, you know, they're getting paid a contract. They're superstars and movie stars. They right. can do that. But mm-hmm. if you see one in the bathroom or at Walmart, that's a different story. Now, so, have but, you have you ever seen, sorry, KJ, okay. have you ever seen where heterosexual men go to drag performances yes. and they're like hitting on the drag queen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, there was a queen that I used to work with and she mm. would make it her point every night at every performance to find the straight man mm. and take him home like that was her intention wow and because i'm just saying if you're if you're a straight guy and you go to a gay bar and you're watching drag queens and you get excited about this you ain't straight you're not that straight like you're really i mean everybody's gay let's be honest well it's a spectrum of sexuality exactly and you Mm. might not be willing to go that far but you're you're not you're not that's as straight as you think well see right the thing is that always like kind of suppressed me uh, about being open mm-hmm. is because again remember we talked about before where bisexual men are seen as gross mm-hmm. yeah. you know because they also are attracted to men yep. mm-hmm. whereas females are fetishized yep. because mm-hmm. of it uh, not every woman wants to watch two dudes together mm-hmm. some do but anyway uh, and that's where the stigma comes in and you're right because everybody has this level of and that's why a lot of times bisexual men don't come out because honestly sometimes it's more quote unquote acceptable to be a gay man mm. than to be a bisexual man. You know it's messed up. It almost feels like there's like um conservatives and like pretty much like, you know, the status quo of world we live in always have it seems like they have like this checklist of what is good and, and what is acceptable and what's not. Okay, uh bisexual uh women, cool. Men, eh, no. Well it's because and, of the fetish they fetishize them because of yeah. pornography. Oh yeah. You know, they yeah. they watch threesomes and every yeah. man's fantasy or a lot of people think every man's fantasy is to have a threesome i you know a friend um i knew once had this friend back in high school and everything he would always fetishize like you know lesbians and everything and when his <laughs> when his uh his ex-girlfriend came out he would ask her like tell me some stories about you and your new girlfriend I'm like and when he would tell me like bro what, what are you doing yeah i was like and and he just was like you know it's just so hot you know it's like yeah it's it's fine but it's like it's no different from a man and a woman mm-hmm. or a guy and a it's guy it's a relationship it's a relationship yeah. dude yeah the and like honestly he uses like you know lesbian relationships for his own gratification mm-hmm. like this is yeah. a guy that had like a remember that band tattoo yes mm-hmm. he used to have like that like poster of them like half naked making out and everything. You, you know they were fake lesbians right oh yeah yeah they were fake yeah. they did it for money yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway uh just like some porn stars mm-hmm. um <laughs> gay for pay mm-hmm. uh so 
uh, my thing is that you're right, Jay, on that where it's fetishized, and the 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 stigma a lot of toxic men use not stigma, but a lot of things that toxic men use is well, they're gay, they're women together, but they use toys and they use like dildo and there's a strap on. I was like, yeah, it's not that that they don't want it's the rest of it yeah that they like, don't want notice how those toys are not attached to a human yeah. there's a reason yeah. you can yeah. even get them in they don't look like phalluses they right. look like corn la cobra dude they got that new one bad dragon it, it's like tentacles and shit like that it looks like something from like world of warcraft i was like i, I dig the creativity not for nothing there's some when you walk into some adult stores though it's like there was one I saw. It was about the size of my forearm, like, and it was the shape of a forearm, and it had a hand like straight out like that. And I'm like, who? Why? Don't there kick are shame. people. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't kick shame, but I, it's not shaming them. It's going how the physics. How <laughs> you know physics? Hammer space. No, the ones I don't get. We're gonna talk. We're gonna do an episode about kinks. Yeah. The, what I don't get is the dudes that like to stick things inside of their little pee hole. Ow. Yeah, and they blow it up and stuff. Not blow it up like, blow it up like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Was it asthma condition or something? Were you not hugged enough as a child or were you hugged too much? (laughs) Anyway, so going back to, so your experiences, you say, are mostly positive in the drag community from the drag performers. Mm -hmm. Now, did you get any heat from like say you know you said your mom went to go see you yeah my family was cool with it really they came and supported me um probably because they they got to see a a, that's okay they got to see a side of me that i've never been able to express so you know my aunts came and saw me perform and um my dad has never come but he come to see me perform but he um hit bars are not his thing well you were saying though with your dad also that he kind of accepted that you're gay but doesn't talk about it yeah so i can probably the same yeah. thing where i'm i'm okay with knowing that you do it i just don't want to see it yeah yeah and it, it, i mean it probably be weird for him to go to a gay bar anyway so yeah but um yeah because well, i'm assuming he's kind of older like boomer yeah. and being in a gay bar probably no yeah. yeah yeah unless you're a gay boomer you don't find many boomers going to gay bars right yeah, yeah. Boomer. I used to, my family was always really good about my, my doing drag. Right. Um, I used to bring it up at work sometimes because I'll be honest, I was really proud of what I did. Like mm. it's, it's a lot you should. of work. Yeah. Competitions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of awards, a creativity. You yeah. had fan base. And so yeah. I would, I would bring it up at work, you know, like, oh, when I did drag or, and sometimes I would forget that not a lot of people understand the ins and outs of drag they right. just see like you know rupaul's drag race or mm-hmm. or something on tv and then they ex- they're thinking i'm doing i'm dressing up as a woman like as a drag queen mm. or, and they look at me weird but that's just not knowing well to be honest with you it wasn't until like five years ago i knew what a drag king was yeah so because they're not as plurif- uh, pro- prolific mm-hmm. as female drag performers or yeah, yeah female drag performers mm-hmm. they're not as prolific they're not as well known mm-hmm. um i can't even think of one off the top of my head that maybe you know uh it, little by little more people are coming out as as uh, gender fluid that are famous like big one is ruby rose mm-hmm. you know I know that she's got a huge stigma behind her and some people it's very uh, polarizing mm-hmm. about her but or them. But they are, you know, and just recently uh, Demi Lovato mm-hmm. came out as, as uh, non-binary. It was also uh, Asa Kate Dillon, who you know uh, from um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. They were also in uh, John Wick 3 as the, um, 
I can't pronounce it, educator, or but basically like the, you know the the antagonist. Right. Well, no, there was a term like a oh. edu- uh, like a legal term. Oh. Basically, a spokesperson, a spokesperson for the high council. Right. And right. Right. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, and and what I find though, and you know, I don't know, and asking you, see if you think so. Also, it seems to have been more socially acceptable, um, in general, when females or born female are come out as non-binary or uh, gender fluid. Where again, where the stigma goes against men, oh, you just want to fuck everybody, don't you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if they say that they're uh, not polyamorous, they're they're pansexual. Pansexual. When a man comes out as pansexual, they call you a freak. Mm-hmm. When a woman does, like, oh, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. it, and it's stupid. Mm-hmm. I think it's been that way on TV for a long time. Like Will and Grace, it was right. acceptable back then to have two gay men in a show, a show about two but gay they weren't men together. Yeah, right. true. Um, but you don't have representation of lesbians in mainstream media where they're accurate because yes there are many different types of lesbian relationships there's you know two femmes two the long hair there's also butch on butch there's there's um femme and butch there's non-binary like there's so many different representations but i think that's one of the big issues media has is women looking like men. Mm-hmm. Like the it's lipstick lesbian crazy. they yeah. like to portray. Yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that falls into the fetish. Yeah. Actually, I want to, um, Avery, I want to get your opinion on um, uh, the L word. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know, like, your thoughts about how, like, in your opinion, like, how accurate it is to, um, to lesbians if it's harmful yeah. or if is it positive like what is your overall I call, like i call it sex in the cities for gays well yeah, yeah and honestly it feels like to be like the most mainstream known like you know uh, mm-hmm. program that like you know where the main characters are lesbians well, yeah a- again but going back just a second before you answer that going back to the fetish 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 yeah fetish anyway of lesbians because almost all the women on that show were almost models yeah mm. you know yeah where they don't look, look like, like everyday people yeah well you could be a model come on well, yeah but they don't look butch like okay. there was very yeah. few okay. butch women i think there's yeah a, there's more there, in ours than new black yeah. i think there's only one butch character that was like part of the main cast i think that was shane yeah, yeah. she was i would call her a stem like yeah. she's more of like a a stud femme okay so she she definitely she wasn't as butch as so like a tomboy where she's feminine but dresses in in kind of masculine like, ways yeah yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. as like a true butch lesbian wasn't accurately represented but that's that's Would never wear a common. dress exactly <laughs> yeah like you, you need one carpenter who shows up or an electrician who shows up at the bar and she's got like a buzz cut and a flannel yeah. and like that that representation I don't yeah. have. Like the, the ones I find funny are the ones where they show women like that. You know, like you said, construction, mm-hmm. you know that. And they're like, oh, I'm not gay. Hm, are you sure? <laughs> no, but going back to Jay's question about the L word, do you yeah. think it was a good representation? I of- do. I, well, mm-hmm. honestly, at that point in the time, uh, and I assume you're talking about the original L word, not season Q. Yes, because yeah, it was a sequel to... Uh, and I have not yeah, seen yeah. season I, Q. I, I haven't seen it either. I have started watching the L word yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So the L word pres- uh, uh, came after Queer's Folk. Mm-hmm. Queer, oh, yeah. Queer's Folk was a huge deal for our community right. because mm-hmm. it showed everything about the gay community it showed the struggles with hiv it showed the homelessness for our youth Mm -hmm. it showed prostitution it showed it showed the things that we deal with in our community on a daily basis that aren't glamorized it was unfiltered it didn't glamorize it nor did they make it like 
of villainy. Exactly. It right. was just, this is how life is for gay men. Right. And so I think the L word tried to do the same thing for representation for women. Um, I think that it wouldn't have mattered how they did it, honestly. At that point, at that point in time, we need more. We needed more representation of gay right. people so the fact in media. That, so the fact that it was, it's there. Yeah. That it was out there. It that's was a victory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. there were things they could have done differently. I mean, they mm-hmm. could have handled their trans character a little bit differently. They had some villains that portrayed some really toxic, you know, homophobic traits, um, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the representation of non-binary people, which um, or butch lesbians. But when that show was mm-hmm. out, non-binary really wasn't as known as it is now. Though. No, the term mm-hmm. wasn't uh, in use as right. much, mm-hmm. um, but there are have been gender non-conforming people right. forever. Uh, intersex mm-hmm. people also are involved in that. and that's Intersex is an interesting thing to me because people try to say the whole boy and girl male and female mm-hmm. that said there's nothing else i was like it's scientifically proven people of intersex mm-hmm. that are born you know with the x and two y's or two x and a y you know they're not mm-hmm. you can't and say that they're you know they're they're intersex that means that they have traits of both yeah and fun fact people who want to talk about science we are all conceived female Mm-hmm. We're all conceived. You're all trans. We're all trans. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and it depends on which way your chromosomes like build is how you're going to yeah. be. And when it comes to intersex people, statistically, there are more intersex people than we actually know there are because right. you can have genetic intersex people. And you'll never know. And you'll never know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that was happening during um, there was a the Olympics in right. like Russia or mm-hmm. something back in the day where they tried to make sure that no men could compete against the women. Right. They started doing DNA testing of the women and found out that. Some of them didn't have an XX chromosome. They had XXY. Exactly, which yeah. is intersex. Yeah. Um, polycystic ovarian syndrome right. is technically a hormonal gender. It is part of intersex. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, because wow. you're producing too much testosterone. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and I, I, I get it and I understand it because people don't like there's men who grow up to be adults that never grow facial hair. They mm-hmm. can't grow facial hair. So that means obviously their body has more estrogen than, you know, most other men mm-hmm. and vice versa. I had a cousin that she had a five o'clock shadow and sideburns. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of testosterone pumping through yeah. her. You yeah. Know? There's a lot of she women with full, arms than me. Yeah, <laughs> with full facial hair that shave. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty common. A lot of women don't talk about it, but yeah. Yeah. shaving your face is pretty common for women. Yeah. And, 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 it, and yeah. there's like, Oh, it's a Latino thing. No, no, no it's, it's a, it's a high German. testosterone yeah. Yeah. thing. Well, you yeah. know, and it's funny. It's cause like, you know, they all, like you know again the media always tries to portray women shaving as abnormal but like as you stated like it's actually a lot more common it's just that it's never in the convert it's never in a serious conversation yeah it's never always in a um part where it's like okay let's look at the uh you know at the studies and everything it's like oh she shaves oh she's got to be you know masculine yeah. or something. And, yeah. and it proves the point that gender <laughs> yeah. is a social construct because mm-hmm. women grow facial hair. Men Absolutely grow facial hair, but the yeah. only ones that are allowed by society to have facial hair are, are men. men. Which yeah. Is, yeah, which is weird because that also goes into the um, nudity thing mm-hmm. about TV. Men, yes. Yes. F- f- uh, male nudity, I mean, like, well, like, even uh, on shirtless network TV, even on network fine, TV, yeah. But yep. a shirtless woman is like, yo, oh, oh, that has to be for the pay channels. Well, it's yeah. in this country because in a lot of countries, they will show um, not full frontal nudity, but they'll show women's, you know, mm-hmm. breast on Prime TV. Time television, network yeah. television. Yeah. 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 You know, and fun fact in some European movies, when the people have sex, they're actually having sex yeah. the actors yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's not pornography they, they don't show you know mm-hmm. but when they show a love scene they're mm-hmm. actually having sex mm-hmm. because it seems more natural seems mm-hmm. more real 
when they're not wrong. We're just a very yeah. suppressed country. Oh, totally. Yeah. As, as uh, pe- people think we're liberal and open-minded, we're no. not. No. We're so not. Because that goes back to our topic. If we were more open-minded, with things like uh, Cabaret, La Kajak Fall, mm-hmm. would not be a bad thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the birdcage came it's from, from La French, Kajak, La Kajak, Kajak Fall. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an, a norm to them. It's a societal norm in a lot of European countries. Mm-hmm. Men dress like women. And again, it goes back to Shakespeare. And even further back, it goes back to the Greeks. Because mm-hmm. when Greeks had theater, mm-hmm. no women were allowed to act. Mm-hmm. It was all men. So that means including kissing and all that, or men. Romeo and Juliet means two dudes were making out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Greece, ancient Greece, uh, because you know you've seen like a lot of pickup trucks. They have that Spartan sticker, like yeah. I was in the mud right now with a Spartan <laughs> and everything. And these these very toxic like bro uh, bro douche canoes and everything. Yeah. And it's like, should who's gonna tell them how the Spartans lived back do, in the day? Do, do, do you know who the when they were in war? You know who the Spartans found to comfort them? Other oh, Spartans. It's raining men. <laughs> Wasn't it in that movie, Meet the Spartans? They started dancing to that song. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, anyway. but like even even Three Hundred was considered like one of the gayest it, movies ever. Oh, dude, Top Gun volleyball oh, scene. Top Gun, yeah. <laughs> dude, okay. Any kid who watched He-Man and now is an adult man goes, oh, I love that show. Yeah, you might be a little gay, bro. Because <laughs> oh, looking yeah. back at He-Man now and they're like, uh, 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 yeah. I was like, whoa, hello. Man, man of arms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or man, man like an arm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. go back to what we were talking about. The drag, it, It's the stigma that's on it is awful because these are not... The, I see more grooming in the Christian church, mm-hmm. even when I was a minister, mm-hmm. to the drag. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in Arizona currently, the Supreme Court just ruled that clergy member clergy members do not need to tell of sexual assault. So anyone in a church in Arizona who, who goes, goes to, to their, their clergy member and tells them they've been sexually assaulted, they are not legally allowed or legally required to tell anybody. Because so, most of them are in on it. Exactly. But, but, we, but we're concerned about drag queens yeah. reading books to kids at libraries. It's a smokescreen. Yeah. Like, well, like, like, yeah. like we mentioned earlier. I like, call you it know. The, chi- the key jiggle. Yeah. Look over here. Look over here. Because here's the thing. <laughs> Every time there's been a story about um, minors being sexually assaulted, molested, all that. Eight out of ten times is in a church. Right. Yeah. In a church or it's by a um, by a straight, like, a politician. Family White conservative. Family member. Yep. Yep. They, the conservatives who are against drag queens yeah. they or drag performers, they always say, like, well, drag performers are doing this or doing that. Like, they just say, hey, no, dude. Your own fucking people yeah. are doing this shit. Well, eight out, of ten, time, eight out of ten times that I've seen stories, mm-hmm. it is a cis heterosexual male mm-hmm. is the one that's abusing children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with all yeah. these um, drag laws that are coming in mm-hmm. that they're trying to get passed uh, to ban drag, right. it's the same people who are proposing these laws to ban drag, calling us groomers, mm-hmm. um, that are actually trying to lower the the age range to get married. Yeah. Like the, in Missouri, they're trying to get um, the legal age to get married for children to, to be 12. 12. Yeah. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta tell me there are actual senators out there yeah. who are now married to 18 and oh, 19 year olds Christ. and they've known them for years. That's grooming. Well, yeah. Yeah, People don't was, understand the terminology. Grooming doesn't mean see, just seeing drag queens. Well, see, it's, see. it's, it's, it's the uh, grooming along with woke mm-hmm. and liberal it's terms that they misuse, overuse, and have no idea well, what it means. Those, those terms have been hijacked. 
yeah. like um, and grooming and everything. Like you said, like you know, it's always like you know when they say grooming, they automatically think drag uh, performer and oh, everything and indoctrination. Indoctrination, mm-hmm. but it's funny because like they're all guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like they always they always say like, oh, the drag uh, performers, the liberals are trying to brainwash our kids. Now, excuse me, I'm going to make my classroom say the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, <laughs> it, it, even worse, the, ca- the the Christian Church comes out against drag and say, oh, they're they're indoctrinating children. Have you been to a church? Mm-hmm. It's complete indoctrination yes. and brainwashing. It's like, bro, yeah. your whole bag is indoctrination. Been, You're telling us uh, stories about uh, like a guy who walks on water. And I've everything. been on the inside, mm-hmm. and it is a complete indoctrination. Mm-hmm. I, I left a church because the dude who was a deacon mm-hmm. was arguing with me because I said that the pastor did something wrong. And he goes, how dare you question the pastor? I'm like, because he, he's human? Mm-hmm. I'm like, he ain't infallible, dude. Holy Jonestown, man. Yeah. And they wanted to kick me out. I was like, yo, you know what? I was like, it's like them jobs. He goes, oh, we're thinking about firing you. You know what? Fuck you. I quit. Yeah. You know, dipped out. But anyway, so going back and let's close out with, so your experience as a drag performer, it was a positive experience, you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did drag for six to seven years um, and we raised money for the community. Mm-hmm. We we did um, special special events where we had special needs kids who got to drag dress and drag. Oh, and we would amazing. help them. That's dope. Um, yeah. We would do uh, community outreach where we would go to schools and help with creative um, like art classes where right. we would mm-hmm. help kids design a mask or design mm-hmm. a costume. Nice. Um, so we did a ton of outreach programs. The only time that that um, what they're saying is happening, you know, right. on the right, what they're saying is happening is not happening. The only time that we're dancing provocatively or wearing skimpy clothes mm-hmm. is at gay bars that are 18 and up, around 21 other and up, adults. around yeah. other consenting adults, yes. Honestly, I'm really glad that you brought up how um, drag, uh, drag performers and community outreach, because a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that drag performers you know, do a lot for the community. Mm-hmm. More than conservatives uh, do. Right. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I've seen, like, um, you know, drag performers, like, you know, do more for the people than actual politicians. Yeah. One of our know? biggest af- a- activists here in mm-hmm. Phoenix is Barbara mm-hmm. Seville. Barbara, Barbara Seville. Seville is mm-hmm. a drag queen. She's been doing this for a long time, and she is one of the biggest activists. She was currently, or recently, at the Capitol mm-hmm. when we got our drag ban vetoed by mm-hmm. wow. uh, Governor Hobbs mm-hmm. because ours had passed the Senate really? and the House. And she's a she liberal. vetoed. Hmm. Yeah, she vetoed That's it. That's weird. No, it's it's good because oh, they were oh, trying to ban it. Sorry, sorry, yeah, she yeah. vetoed it. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. Barbara Seville was there along with a couple of other representatives. Um, one of our representatives, and oh, I wow. cannot remember their name, yeah. is non-binary. Right. Um, but yeah, Barbara Seville is I, one of our biggest. I love the pun of her name. I'm the Barbara of Seville. Okay. Right. Now, Figaro. She's amazing. amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, so, she does so much for our community. She also runs a lot of um, drag shows. Right. Oh, actually, so, actually, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Just real quick, I just remembered Barbara because she called out Kari Lake mm-hmm. for her hypocrisy. Because, as you know, Kari Lake, you know, Arizona's Karen. Yeah. Is like you know speaking out against drag queens. I want to speak to your manager. Right. She's speaking about <laughs> speaking against like drag performers, calling them groomers and everything. Yeah. And Barbara's like, uh, listen, bitch. Really was hanging out <laughs> yep. and yeah. had the receipts. Yep. Yeah. yeah, she used to hang out with drag performers. Yeah. Um, but to close out, what do you, what would you ask a person who's kind of not sure of how drag 
is, or even somebody who wants to maybe try to get into it, what would you recommend? I, usually I recommend just finding a local establishment to go see a, a performance. A show. Yeah. 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 This is the, de- the best way to get into it is to see a performance. Um, if you like what's going on, if you think mm-hmm. that you can do that, just ask one of the performers. Right. That's what I was going to say. So the performers yeah. are approachable enough that yes. you say, hey, mm-hmm. I've always thought about. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I used to take mentors all the time. Really? Like anybody mm-hmm. who was, uh, it's an art form and we want to, we want to express ourselves and see other people express themselves. And yeah. that's the whole, you get to express your creativity. You get mm-hmm. to express your gender identity and you get to be a person you would never get to be in nice. public. Every time I think drag, you know, it's one of the first things that pops into my head. The dude in Romeo and Juliet. Young Hawks. Oh, run um, free. God, what's his name? Because he dances hey, ass off oh, on that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, him and John Leguizamo were the best yeah. parts of that movie, but I loved his character because how free he was. Yeah. And like, um, Harold, I can never pronounce his name, but Yeah, Harold, yeah I know who you're talking yeah. about. He, he's the wheelchair guy from, from uh, Oz. Oz. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we're going to thank you guys for hanging out with us. I have a challenge for anybody who listens to this. Avery, are you willing to help us? If we can get a hundred downloads on this episode to help me and Jay drag. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'm serious. Yeah, no. If, right on. If we can get to a hundred downloads, and I'm challenging everybody, if we can get to a hundred downloads, and I'm not saying a thousand, a hundred downloads to this episode. Get you both in drag. I will drag my ass off. <gasps> yes. I already yep. got it. I already have ideas in mind actually. <laughs> For what? me actually, yeah. <laughs> it's on. Right on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy Anita Monet. <laughs> Get it? I'm going to go by Racial Tensions Jr. <laughs> RTJ. But anyway, I want to thank you guys. And remember, challenge 100 downloads. Avery's going to fucking pump this episode out. Uh, 100 downloads. I'll tell you what. If, you, if we can get a combined between the first episode of this and the second one of 100. So that means just 50 each. Sounds like you just want to do drag. Shut up. Honestly, we don't, don't need the 100 downloads. No. We'll just do it straight up. Wow, what a judgy voice you have right now. Anyway, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember always on Mondays, you can listen to Make It a Combo where they review movies. Jesse Jr. and Andy look at today's movies and give you their opinions on it. Also, Wednesdays, Am I a Slut? Uh, hosted by Andy, and she tells some sexy stories from her listeners. Remember to come back here Friday so you can hear Jay Shell talk some shit mm. while I try to rein him in. <laughs> Did you mean the other way around? <laughs> uh, at the Minorities Report, remember to follow us on social media at the Minorities Report on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Avery, we want to thank you. Thank you so much. Do you have yes, any last for words me. for us? Nope. Just uh, be gay and do crime. Cool. Well, I could give you half for that. I'm going to let you guess which half that is. <laughs> I'll take the first half. Yeah, yeah. But no, but honestly, thank you. So, it's always an it's always a yeah. you know an honor to have you on here, and yeah. also thank you so much for like educating us because like we learned a lot. Like I actually have never heard of the term STEM before yeah. and everything. So giving us like you know the. Um, inside scoop on like the drag world and everything and also mm-hmm. just pretty much it's just like you know being a voice yeah. the voiceless. Well, well, one last time there's two things I, and of course we're going to wrap up we'd be done I know we're done and done again um, you taught us a term last time for a lesbian that's never been with a man oh yeah uh, what is it? A gold star gold that's an antiquated star. term yeah. okay and then the one you just said about drag means Dressed dressed as a girl. Mm. Dressed as a girl. Yeah. DR. Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, we appreciate you. <laughs> and we will see you. Come to my window. I'll be hobo soon. <laughs>
You've just listened to the Minorities Report from Make It a Combo Productions. Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? and Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.